Chagiga Daf Gimel Aleph, learning with masculine and with feminine energy. Leman Yishmu'u or Leman Yilmudu. Every morning in the bracha before Kriyat Shema, we say, "Vetein Belibenu" and place in our hearts the capacity, lahavin ulahaskil, to understand and and deeply grasp, lishmoya to hear, lilmod to learn, ulalamed and to teach. Lishmor to observe, to keep, and to sustain. All the words of your Torah, all the ideas and concepts of your Torah, with love. Focusing here on the Lishmoah Lilmodelalameh, there seem to be three facets of the process of learning that we're asking Hashem to help us with. Lishmoah is to hear. Lilmod is to learn, and Lilamed is to teach, and we need to understand the difference. What really does Lishmoa mean? To hear, does it mean just listening? Does it mean just hearing? We have this idea as well in the mitzvah of Hakel. This is once every seven years, and Sukkot after the Shemitah year, uh, the whole nation comes to the Beit HaMikdash, and they hear um, the king reading from the Torah, and we're told, Hakel et ha'am ha'anashim v'hanashim v'hataf, gather together the nation, the, the men, the women, and the little babies. V'ger chasher b'sharecha, and the stranger who is among you. Laman yishmu'u u'laman yilmudu, in order that they should hear and they should learn. V'yiru et ha'shem elokeichem v'shamru l'asot et kol divrei ha'torah azot, and they will fear Hashem and keep and observe all of the Torah. Once again, we get this idea of yishmu'u and yilmudu, to hear and to learn. And the Gemara goes through this and, and tells the, the beautiful story of Rabbi Yochan ben Broch and Rabbi Loza ben Chasma Shalchul Hakbil Pnei Rabbi Yeshua Befikiin. These great uh, Tanaim went to visit Rabbi Yeshua in uh, Fikiin, which is a town up in the in the north of Israel. Uh, there's still an ancient shul there, which they say was built on the foundations of the shul that Rabbi Yeshua used to daven in. Uh, so it, it's right here in Amalahim. He, he said to them as they came to, to visit him, he was old or he wasn't well. What new idea emerged in the Beis Hamedrash today, in the Yeshiva today? What were you discussing? Amrullah, they said to him, We haven't come here to teach you, to tell you what's been going on. We've come here to learn from you. What have you innovated? What have you been thinking about? Amalahim, he says to them, Yes, 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 but nevertheless, it's not possible that you have a base of medrash of great scholars learning together and debating and that new ideas don't emerge. Shabbat Shomi Haita, who was the whose turn was it to give the Shira this week? They answer Shabbat Shurabi Lazar ben Azariah Haita. This was the Shabbat of Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. So he says to them, and what sugya were they learning? What what was he teaching today? Omrullah, they said to him, Befarshat Hakel, he was teaching Parshat Hakel. Umada Rashba, he asked them, he's pulling it out of them, he wants them to tell him, what did he say? What was the new idea that emerged? They answer, Hakel et ha'am et ha'anashim ba'anashim ba'ataf. The Torah tells us to bring the men, the women, and the little babies. Im anashim ba'im, lilmod. I understand why men come, they come to study. Nashim ba'ot, lishmoa, the women come to hear. Why are you bringing the little children? And he answered, There's no direct benefit to the children. They don't really hear and understand what's going on. But the parents who bring them to the Beit HaMikdash get reward. 
אמר להם, יסדתם מרגלית טובה הייתה בידכם וביקשתם לעבדה ממני. There was this precious pearl of wisdom that you, was, was in your hand, you knew about it, and you wanted to cause me to lose it, not to share this with me? How could you not have shared such an incredible idea with me? So clearly, Rabbi Yeshua finds enormous wisdom in this comment of Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, which we need to understand a little bit more deeply. So let's, let's unpack it. Uh, and we talk about the men coming to learn and the women coming lishmoa. What does this lishmoa mean? Tosfot says a little bit further up on our omad in the Tosfot of the Ma'an Yishmu Nafka, he says, Pashte dikra mashme ha'azina v'haven sh'yavin ma'ashiyo medeyo, hilkach ma'lanu sh'yishma kiman delogyame. Says Tosfot, it's quite clear that in the mitzvah of hearing, there is the expectation that there's understanding. What value is there in hearing something that you didn't understand? That's not even called hearing. So clearly we see that when the word Shmi'ah is used, it doesn't just mean hearing on a superficial level. It means hearing with deep understanding. That's what Shmi'ah means. Uh, and that's, we've, we've mentioned once before, the, the, the Beis HaLevi's comment on Naaseh v'nishma. Clearly when the Jewish people said, Naaseh, we will do and we will, nishma, we will listen. Um, how could they do if they hadn't already listened? How could they keep the mitzvot if they didn't know what the mitzvot are? And so he explains that clearly they listened to the mitzvot, they knew it before. But the nishma that they're talking about is, we'll integrate our understanding. Not a, we've heard the mitzvot, we know what the dinim are. And we will observe those dinim unconditionally. But after we're observing them and living in those laws... Nishma will truly get a deep sense of understanding of what the meaning of those mitzvot are. That's what, that's what Lishma means. So now let's go back to our Gemara when it says, when Rabbi Lozor ben Azariah taught, Anashim ba'im dilmod, nashim ba'ot lishma, women come to hear. That doesn't mean they just listen to the, to the Kriyata Torah in the background. When women listen, they listen with a deep ear. They listen with their heart. As we say in the Tefillah, which I opened off, up quoting, V'tein belibeinu nishma lilmod Give us in our hearts the ability to listen and to learn and to teach. That's a heart thing. It's not just a head thing. And when women hear Divrei Torah, they listen with their hearts and they understand there's a, there's a lishmoa and it's not just women. Everybody, of course, has to learn in that way where we're able to listen with a deep intuitive understanding of what it is we're hearing. In that case, what does learning mean? Then we've learned. Isn't that enough for learning? And we see in the Gemara, it says, Anashim ba'im lilmod. Uh, it's, the, it's the women who come lishmoa, the men come lilmoid. And by the way, I think it's very important when we learn this piece of Gemara and others, and particularly in a modern context, in a contemporary context, that we understand this is not necessarily talking about men and women. It's talking about learning with a masculine energy and learning with a feminine energy. And there are many men who, who, le- who learn very well with a feminine energy and many women who can learn with a masculine energy. It's not about men and women. It's about masculinity and femininity in the method, in the way we learn. There is a, there's a difference in the, in the way one learns in a masculine way and in a feminine way. And that in deep intuitive understanding is learning with the feminine side of our personalities, whether we're men or whether we're women, to listen to the Torah deep in our hearts and understand the meaning of what we're learning. That's a feminine quality that we all have and we all have to develop. But there's also a masculine quality, which, which is particularly important to men, but there are many women who are good at it as well. And that is anashim ba'im lil mod. What does that mean? 
Rabbeinu Yonah said it says in Pirkei Avot on the Mishnah that says uh, Rabbi Shmuel says Halomed al menat lelamed maspikim biadol lelamed ulelamed. If one teaches, if one learns Torah with the intention of being able to have it so clear that one can articulate it and teach it to others, then one will have that opportunity. And if one learns in order to observe the, the mitzvot that one is learning, then one will have the opportunity to learn, to teach, and to observe. On that, Rabbeinu Yona says that what does learning mean in order, learning in order to do? That's that masculine learning we're talking about, which is that means to analyze the learning, deep analysis. So as to get to the absolute clear truth of what this piece of learning means. And listen to those words. One is willing to spend many days or even years to understand one little point of Torah. And then to integrate that into our lives. Even if you're learning something which doesn't have direct halachic relevance to, to our days, as we're learning Chagiga, which is mostly about Korbanot and Tumah and Tahara and so on, which isn't applying at the moment because we don't have the Beit HaMikdash. But nevertheless, as we do in the Matmonim every day, we will find principles in every piece of Gomorrah that we can live by and we can and we plan, can apply there. This is what it means to learn in order to do. And this is that masculine energy in, in learning where a man is willing or a person, man or woman, is willing to spend months and months clarifying one small detail in order to understand it deeply. Um, that, that's something that is the, the masculine element. Very often, uh, a person with a more feminine approach to learning will say, get on with it. Why do we need to spend so much time on one detail which isn't even applicable today? Um, and and the uh, whereas the, the the feminine side would want to get to this, and let's understand what the principle is here, and let's get intuitive understanding of it. And that's anashim ba'im lil moed. That's what that means. That men not only learn as the women do in terms of understanding intuitively, but they then take the piece of Gomorrah or whatever it is, and they analyze it to bits until they've got total clarity in every in every detail of it. So important to appreciate that there are these two approaches, a masculine and a feminine approach, and that generally perhaps many men prefer the masculine approach and many women prefer the feminine approach. But today that's not necessarily so. There are many, many men who learn Torah in a a more intuitive way today and they are, are a little bit more passive in the learning of it than they they understand and they get a lot of pleasure out of understanding the meaning of the learning without going into deep analysis. And there are many women who are really good in going into deep into deep analysis. Uh, and, and just to understand that there are these two um, energies with which we approach Torah, a masculine energy that analyzes to detail and a feminine energy which gets to the essential principle of what the piece of Torah is, is talking about. Uh, and what about the, the, the little children? Why are they brought? Why does, Rabbi, why does Rabbi Yeshua think this is the most amazing gem of wisdom? Uh, and Rabbi Lozab and Nazariah taught to bring, give reward to, their, to those who brought them. Uh, and it, it's asked, is, is it just for carrying the weight that they get reward for? If they just brought heavy stones to the Beit HaMikdash, would they get reward? After all, these children are not chayavim b'mitzvot. They're not obligated for the mitzvah. They don't understand what's going on. They don't even hear what's going on. 
And they probably cause a bit of a, a bit of turmoil in the place as well. And Tosford, in fact, says this is where we get the heter to bring children to shul. This is why we know it's permission permitted to bring little children to shul, because normally one would think it isn't, because they just disturb everybody. But you see from here, there's merit in bringing children to shul. By the way, that means bringing them to shul to sit down next to their parents and, and learn how to sit in davening. And learn how to stay in one place, even if one isn't understanding what's going on. If one brings the children to shul, to shul and then sends them to play outside while we're davening or learning, then the child gets nothing out of it and the parent gets no reward. Uh, but if the parent brings the child into shul, there's something that the child gets. It's not lishmoa, they don't understand the intuitive meaning of what's being said. And it's not lilmoa, they're certainly not analyzing. So what is it that the children are getting from this process? They're getting the memory that will always be with them of this being so important that their parents brought them with and they were part of it and they picked up the energy of the occasion without understanding anything of what's going on. So then there are just these three different facets with which we learn. There's the child in us, which learns from the energy around us, even if we don't understand the essence of it, when we can pick up the energy of Torah. There are many, many people today who are going to Shiurim, to Daf Yomi Shiurim, and they don't necessarily understand what's going on, but they pick up the energy. And then there's the next level, which is the feminine side of us, to be able to understand. We don't get into analytical detail, but we understand the essence of what's being taught, and that's meaningful to us. We get the meaning. It matters. It's important to us. And then you've got the masculine side of, of our personalities that we bring to the learning, which is to, to understand the way Hashem thinks in Torah, to understand the way the Tanaim and the Amoraim think, and the Rishonim and the Achronim, how do they think? How do they reason? What is a Torah way of thinking, of analyzing? What is a Torah method of seeing the world? What is the lens through which to see the world? That's getting to the, to the aspect, to the facet of the masculine side of, of learning Torah. And so it is with, with everything that we do. There are these three dimensions that we bring to everything that we do. There is the very fundamental, almost primal dimension of picking up the energy, even if we don't understand the detail. And then there's the feminine dimension, which is understanding the meaning uh, of and making sense of what is happening, even if we are not experts in the detail of what is happening. And the third is the masculine element of being able to immerse ourselves into the detail so that we really get to the essence of, of what it is. And all three together create the, the, the wholeness of the way we approach life and particularly the way we approach the Torah.